Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez hanging out with you guys on a Friday. Got about an hour left, man. This thing went by faster than I thought. It's supposed to be on with Groats today. Groats had to do the super subbing for, or he said in with, with a Bernstein today, huh? I should have I made him be a guest on the show. Had to do double duty. I might go to his house after this. I feel like he's on every single day, and I love it because he's so good. But it's yeah. like, man, I have so much Mark Grody in my life. Yeah. I don't see enough of him. That's why him and I, we both live in Oak Park now. So I moved first. And then I told him when I was moving, I was like, yeah, you know, buying a house out in Oak Park. And he's like, Oak Park, huh? And then I moved, and I lived there for like a month. And he's like, so what do you think? You know, because Gross lives in downtown Chicago. He's been living downtown Chicago for a minute. And I'm like, it's different, you know? I was like, but, you know, Oak Park, you know, the amount of money you're paying for rent in downtown Chicago, you probably could buy, you know, you think Oak Park's expensive, but you probably buy a house for that amount of money. And uh, sure, sure enough, got himself an apartment out there. And uh, he actually lives, it's like on the same street, but just like on the uh, on the north side of Oak Park, oh, where I live on carpool. the south side of Oak Park. You guys got a carpool. That should be like a reality TV show. <laughs> like no. Both of you guys. I, I, the world has enough of Gabe and Grody. Like too much Gabe and Grody's just it'd be too too much fun. There'd be there'd be like a mutiny. People would just want more of it. And so that could be a podcast though. This you guys in your car yeah. coming to school like coming I almost said to school. Coming here. Yeah. Me, Grody, Sean Sears, and Robbie Triano. You know what's going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a what a fun podcast and car ride that would be. I'll tell you right there. Um, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some audio for you. Uh uh, from Peter King, talking about um, whether or not he would keep Justin Fields. He was talking with Mully and Haw uh, earlier today. But before I do that, I do want to take at least one call. And I talk to this guy usually on my overnights, so, you know, the fact that he's calling now just means that, you know, you got to show love to the scoreheads, man. You know what I mean? Some people are like, you know, they feel a certain type of way about things. No. What did Grant, well, not Grant Cardone, whoever, one of those motivational guys, he's like, how many followers you got? He's like, I got seven. Or no, he, he told him to go on live and that he was going to go on his live. And then he goes on his live and he's like, seven people? And everybody's laughing in the audience, you know? And he's like, no, no, don't laugh. He's like, here's what I'm going to tell you about these seven people. Make sure that you treat these seven people like gold. He's like, because the next time you do it, it's going to be 14 people. And then you treat them like gold and so on and so forth. The rider dies. The rider we dies. Need those. 
And that is who John from Dallas is. John, I know you love Justin Fields. You got a tattoo of his jersey on your back. What do you want the Bears hey, to do with the pig, John? Hey, first of all, I like your brother, man. I enjoy him. He he's good. Cool, man. He's good. My brother's my brother's a really smart guy, man. He's he's really good. Yeah. Hey, but I I think they're gonna they're gonna trade that draft pick, and the wide receiver Marvin Harris is the best player in the draft. They trade back. You get two or three more first rounders. You get at least two more first rounders. You pick a quarterback next year or pick a quarterback later in the first round. But the main thing is you want more picks. You want you want to uh, you want to get the haul while you can. Just think, maybe we might wind up with another first rounder, first round draft pick next uh, you year. You know what you sound like, John? You sound like you sound like the guy that hit two in a row at the roulette wheel. <laughs> and you're like, you know, I I gamble, and I know that by based off that laugh, you do too. And so you know what I'm talking about. And then you're like, oh, I'm hot now. Let me put I'm hot. I'm hot. Let me put this money over here. Next thing you know, one spin, you're down 300. And you're like, how did I just lose everything that I won and the money that I walked in the door with? And I don't want that to happen to the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I'm all in, Gabe. I got you, man. I hear you. Thanks for the call, John. I appreciate it, man. It, it's, a, it's a tough situation to be in. I think ultimately, as a Bears fan base, we just don't want to be wrong. And so those that are pushing heavily for Justin Fields, they just simply think he is the best option and that the Bears can get more assets and create a really good team, which ultimately, again, as I mentioned, is just wanting the best for the Bears. And those that are on the other side, those that are saying, hey, Justin Fields is good, but you have an opportunity for the second year in a row to take the best quarterback. And in this draft, the quarterbacks are better, so maybe it's harder in this draft, right? Maybe last year it wouldn't have been as hard to choose between C.J. Stroud and, and, and Bryce Young where this year you might have like four or five guys that could be good, you know, where maybe, in, maybe what do they say? Like, let's say if it's a, I, I talked about Hendon Hooker last year going to the Detroit Lions, a quarterback I really like to play for Tennessee. I think he's going to be good in the NFL uh, when he gets his chance. He was just hurt. But, you know, a Jalen Hurts going to the Eagles, right? A team that's going to draft a Jaden Daniels or, you know, a Michael Penix with their second-round pick. And they're like, ah, screw it. We'll take this guy because he's good. And you know what? Yeah, we, we're not sure where we're at. You, like, what if you end up in a good situation? So those quarterbacks might end up being better, maybe, than uh, one of the two, Caleb Williams and Drake May, because they're put in a better situation. We hear about that all the time, right? Trey Lance and all the blah, 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 blah. I got to be in the right system. We just don't know. But I think, again, ultimately, we all just want what's best for the Bears. And we – so, again, when I say solutions, not problems, and, 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 and I hate people that say their opinion is God and blah, 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 like, at least, can we live harmoniously in that we just want the Bears to be better? And can we give our opinion in a very nice way so that you're not yelling at me? So, like, we always talk about drafting a quarterback, but, yes. like, why not use the picks to go get a, a for sure, you don't have to gamble, use those two picks to get a stud quarterback. Like I saw in the text, Kind of agree with it. It might be a heavy price, but if you pay those two firsts for Justin Herbert, that would be like that sets your quarterback for the next ten years, maybe even more. I see what you're saying, and I think that's what some teams are thinking if they get Justin Fields, right? Like, hey, we have a quarterback that is 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 is, is run the gamut, has improved and understands the game, and so we're going to get him at 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 his peak not comparing Justin Fields to Justin Herbert, but I would never give up two first-round picks for Justin Herbert. I mean, I just wouldn't do that. 
because I would feel like you'd be able to get a Justin Herbert type player and Drake May. People say that's his comp. So if I can get Baby May, if I can get Baby Herbert for with a first, and then just use the other one to improve my offensive line or you know whatever that is, trade whatever it is. It's tough, man. Again, we're trying to play the role of a position that gets paid millions of dollars. Think about whatever you get paid an hour or a year, whatever your salary is. This guy's getting paid 20 times that to make these decisions and that to make good decisions because they're hard. And if they were letting me do it, it that probably would be the wrong decision. If they were letting somebody else do it, it probably would. But but the, the hope is that Ryan Poles is making the right one because again, what we all want ultimately is for the Bears to be good. Let's go back out to the phone lines. 312 644 67 67. Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score. Let's go to Pat. Pat, talk to you, man. Gentlemen, what you, good evening. Good, good evening. Talk to me about Justin Fields. Okay, well, here, we have a good problem. We, we, don't, we don't have a bad problem. We have a good problem. We have a lot of options, and it's going to play out. But here, here's my take. Chase Daniels and Wani, I trust those two guys. They both rank Justin at 22, the 22nd quarterback in the league right now. Do we want a 22nd quarterback out of 32? I don't think so. So I think, but 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 Pat, but Pat, Chase Daniels has also said that he wants the Bears to stick with Justin Fields. They do, yeah, I agree with you. I, I understand that, but if, if that he has he has his opinion, but if I'm the GM, do I want a 22nd quarterback? So here, hear me out. I think we, I, I think we trade Justin. I think we at most we can get a two. I mean, why, why is that? You got to ask yourself why is that? I know there's money involved, but. If we can get a two from him, we get a two, we take Caleb, and then we still have the other first-round pick. I, I don't know. Yeah, I like it, Pat. Thanks for the call. I mean, and that's exactly where the Bears are at again. We we all want to maximize the return for whatever it is we're getting, whether it's me saying go from one to two so you can get some draft picks and still have a quarterback. If it's somebody saying take the quarterback, I haven't heard a lot of that lately. Where where are those people at? I need I need those people calling right now. Three one two. 644-67-67. Where, where are the people that were like, it's Caleb Williams' time? Because they were loud earlier in the season. Where were they at? I want to hear from you. I'll give you an opportunity to talk. Uh, let's go out to Red right there on line four. My cousin. It's a family affair here. What up, Red? What up, what up? This is my cousin who... I you know you know you're a huge fan of a team when you're when you're on discords for them. He's he's on a bunch of discords for the Chicago Cubs trying to get the insider information. Uh, but I know you I know you I know you have opinions on the Bears too and what they should be doing. I do I do. Um, as far as the Bears, man, look, JF one. I like the quarterback. I like the kid. Um, he's a good leader. You you definitely need that at the quarterback definitely position. A good leader, definitely a good leader. Um, He's serviceable right now. You know what I mean? I'm not going to say he's one of the top quarterbacks. He's doing the job. But with so much, you know, potential, I think he could do better. And I feel like he can be the quarterback moving forward with that number one pick. As I was telling, you know, I was talking to your brother, like uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., he's not going to go past third. Third pick. Arizona's going to grab him if he's still there. Right. Right. If pay, if the Pats are not going to jump up, you know, and give you a King's ransom, you have to go Marvin Harrison Jr., right? 
you have to keep building this team up, right? Caleb Williams, I love Caleb Williams. I think he's a great talent. He's putting up huge numbers still while losing. You know, that's not his fault. Defense is not that great over there. But the way he's handled that losing, he comes to Chicago, man. The media is going to chew him up. <laughs> Spit him out. <laughs> They're going to chew that kid up, man. He can't handle it. You know what I mean? And but what what are you gonna he, Red, I mean, Red what are you saying, gonna what are you, Red what are you gonna do in in two years when Justin Fields is still the same Justin Fields that you've been seeing right like a middle of the road guy that even though I will say as of late he's been playing better like his his floor has risen and and what we would deem consistent from Justin Fields he hasn't been putting up he just hasn't been blowing you away right he hasn't been blowing you away lately but 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 like he hasn't been making you think that you know he's gonna lose you a game either. What I feel is, like, they should take the road the Rams took. You know, the Rams kept building that team up. They got loaded. They had golf. You know, they felt golf couldn't take them over the hump. And they went and made a trade for Stafford. Okay. okay. And they went and got that, that Super Bowl. And oh. I feel like, you know, if you feel those quarterbacks ain't better than Justin, then you hold on to Justin and you continue to build this team. And if Justin ain't it in a year or two, hey, sorry, got to kick rocks, kid. Yeah, I hear you. Trying to win a ship here, you know what I mean? I hear you. I hear you. Thanks for the call, cuz. I I feel like you could do it that way. I mean, it's I I love the I love the I gotta be honest. I love the Rams comp. I love the Rams comp. And to me, that's the best one I've heard so far. Which is, you know, continue to build your team. And if Justin Fields is not that dude, then then that's when you pull the trigger and trade some assets to go get a guy. And I don't hate that because if you're moving on from one, let's say you're going from one to two, right? And your plan is to take Marvin Harrison Jr., but you know you you get some assets along the way. Well, maybe those assets can be used further down the line to you know get you a quarterback that you need. Maybe the Bears are the ones trading at a deadline to get Justin Fields, <laughs> the other Justin Fields. Oh, that'd be bad. I'm looking at the um, like the tail end of the league when it comes to quarterbacks and who's there, right? Desmond Ritter would be there you'd rather have a Justin Fields than him right Baker Mayfield I think Baker Mayfield would have if he was if he would have started these first 13 games for the Bears he'd have more wins than five is that wrong I don't think that's wrong no it, I, won't, it wouldn't be like nine wins but I'm a Baker more, believer I'm a Baker believer I feel like he could handle the the, the offense Sam Howell takes holds the ball too long too many sacks Jordan Love Jimmy Garoppolo trying to think of these second tier guys that the bears could get in three years or two years if justin wasn't working out you like might, might have to go get jerry goff <laughs> is what you'd be doing on the other side cyclical let's take one more let's take a couple more calls let's go to mike out of milwaukee mike good to talk to you again what's up man hey so i guess my take is and i and i need to say this up front i i love justin fields so i am biased keep that in mind everybody out there on the radio but but the reality is, is we know who the, the top of Justin Fields is, and we also know his bottom. The guys that we're looking at on the draft, we don't know what their bottom is. A lot of people like to focus on the potential upsides, but we could keep building this team and also draft a quarterback, and all of a sudden we have a guy that we had, a new guy that's worse than Fields, and you also probably lost a little bit of the locker room along the way. Uh, you know, when your previous caller talked about the Rams, the Chiefs did that too. 
they got really fortunate when they drafted Pat Mahomes because nobody knew Mahomes was going to be as good as he is. But they did the same thing. That team was plug and play. All they needed was a quarterback. So I don't see anything wrong with staying with fields. You keep the locker room. You keep everybody growing. Everybody seems to be on the same positive growth uh, pattern. Stick with your quarterback. Justin Fields seems to be developing more swagger and more capability as the team grows around him. Stick with that. Build around him. The most fickle pick in the draft is a quarterback. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, thanks for the call, Mike. And you're right. I mean, that, but again, I talked about this earlier, right, Robbie? Where I said it's then going to be it's then going to be Justin Fields versus every other quarterback to ever come out of college for the rest of his life. And and you're saying that Justin's just better than all of them. If you're using that, like my, oh, we don't know. It's like, well, nobody knows. Hola, joven. Sí, por favor, cierra la puerta. Sí, gracias. Sí, sí, sí. No, dale. And so, you know, you get into those situations where, you know, you're just, you know, you're uncertain about everybody in that matter. I mean, but, but that's why you got to make this. That's what we've been talking about. You got to make these decisions. Let's go, uh, let's go to Dan out in Woodridge. Dan, what do you think about Justin Fields? You know, I think he's either writing him off. I think he might be. He could be. In a, he could work himself into being an elite guy. I mean, some guys just Josh Allen. It took him a while to figure it out. I know he's had a bad year, but he's got like no running game to help him out. But he's an elite quarterback. You don't watch him play and go, "No, that guy is it." All right, hold on, Dan. I gotta stop I because because I'm here. Him off too hold, early. hold on, hold on, hold on. You're so you're what, what you want to the argument you want to make is that Justin Fields can be Josh Allen. Yes. Okay, I just the gap from where Justin Fields is at right now, currently, and like the ceiling of Josh Allen that he's shown so far to me, that's just a huge gap that you're asking Justin Fields to make up. Mm, I don't think it is. I think I think Justin's faster, not as strong, but he's as tough a runner as he is. But think about the things that you say first, though, Dan. But think about the things you say first, right? Like his legs. Is that like you're not talking about being a quarterback and a successful one in the NFL, right? Like, like you, Josh Allen was terrible when he first got in the league, and fair? it took him a while to figure it out. I think Josh Fields or Justin Fields could figure it out. I think he could figure it out. And you know, all these guys coming uh, every year, you hear about this guy, that guy, that I'll end up being busts. You know, what's Sam Bradford up to? How how did his Hall of Fame career go? You know, like you just never know. I think you, I think you you roll the dice with this guy and the talent you got around him some high draft picks and you just roll and you don't have to do the deal now you can wait another year it's really evaluated and maybe he isn't the guy so i don't know but you know i'll be honest with you i see i see it in him but i was i was with the true bisky for a while honestly so maybe that's just me maybe too optimistic yeah i mean i I definitely can hear your fandom coming out you know and i think listen we got to make we got to we got to believe our eyes Okay, and so if you want to believe in Justin Fields and say my eyes are telling me that he's good, but let's put a realistic cap on what that is. Let's not say Justin Fields is real good and he can be Josh Allen. Like, we know he's not going to be Josh Allen. Is he going to be good or can he be better than he is right now? Sure, I'll agree with you on that. I'll agree that there's still some growth left to go. But when you try to sell me on a Josh Allen version of Justin Fields, it's it's hard. Why? Because my eyes tell me otherwise. Josh Allen had 4,500 yards his third year. I want to put that out there. All right, let's take one last one. Let's go to Joe out in Hickory. Joe, talk to me. Gabrielito, que Dímelo, dímelo. How are you, vato? You know, I was just talking. It's funny because, you know, we have our, our 
engineers that come in at night. And, uh-huh. you know, she was walking in the door and trying to see if he was going to come in. You know, I, I speak Spanish with her all the time. Come on in. Hold on. See, talk, yeah, talk to me. Yeah, talk, yeah. To me. <laughs> talk to me about fields, hey. though, but not in Spanish. So I got to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got a proposed draft. So, all right, I'm here. Like, well, you know, San, think about this. San Diego is tanking right now, right? They just like, they're completely redoing their front office, fired their coach. What if we traded for Justin Herbert, give them the number one, we take Justin Herbert, ready to go quarterback, and uh, you think they would do that? That's a good one, man. That's a good think one. Out the, think out of the box. Uh, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm here for this. I hear. I, I see where you're going. You're getting a. You're getting a Justin. You're getting a Justin Herbert, and let's call it a second round pick, because you you would trade Fields at that point. So you're getting Justin Herbert and a second round pick for the number one pick in Justin Fields. I need a little more. I need something. Got to give me Austin Eckler. <laughs> give me Quentin Johnston, right? Like he's obviously not working over there in in in, in LA. I, I'm a sucker. I I liked him at TCU, so maybe I'm just I, I like him for that. But give me give me somebody. Give me the the, the another receiver, right? Is what I'm saying. They got a, they got a ton of them. Keenan Allen. He, he was almost up in the air to be traded away at the beginning of the season. Give me somebody else. I don't know, but 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 Herbert. And a second-round pick for Justin Fields in a first, nah, that doesn't sound even. I don't know. I got to work on that. I like, the, I like the thinking, though. I like the outside the box. I like the direction that we're going in, especially because they're going to be starting new. And maybe they're like, hey, you know what? Does anybody want Justin Herbert? You know who's going to want Justin Herbert? The new coach of the, <laughs> of the Los Angeles Chargers. Whoever yeah, I like the, know who my quarterback is. Yeah, yeah. The guy, who, guy walking in is like, yeah, you can get Caleb Williams. He's like, or I can have Justin Herbert. Yeah, yeah. Let me just stick with that and fix this team because it's a little bit broken. It's like the guy who has like two girl opportunities, but he like wants the other one. It's like, no, yeah. I got a good one at yeah. home. Like I, I don't want one. Yeah. Don't do it to yourself. All right. Um, the Bulls have a good one. And his name is Kobe White. And he's been playing some amazing basketball. And someone that's been calling those games is gonna talk to us next about the performances and the outlook of the team. I think the Bulls are gonna make the play in. I think the assets that they're going to get back in return for Zach Levine when added to this team are going to make them dangerous. What does Chuck Swirsky have to say? The voice of the Chicago Bulls here on 670 The Score will join us next to discuss all that and more. It's Gabe Ramirez here on a Friday on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This segment is brought to you by Leader Auto Group, Leader Automotive Group. from. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Sleek sedans to rugged SUVs. They've got the perfect ride to elevate your journey. Visit leaderauto.com. That's leaderauto.com. Driving excellence and leading the way. Leader Auto. Over the timeline, Hakez. Two teams again will meet on Saturday. Hakez all the way to the rim and missed the layup. And that ball game is over. Bulls win. Bulls win. Bulls win. Time to dance in South Beach. You gotta love it. 124-116 Bulls. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. The only thing I love more than hearing Chuck Swirsky talk about the Bulls' victory is seeing Chuck dance when the Bulls win, and you know that's coming shortly thereafter. Uh, Bulls, man, looking good. Oh, I thought they are going to have a, a, a tough six-game stretch right there against some of these really good teams, uh, but they, they come in and handle business against the Miami Heat team that seemed off in the very beginning, and not just because of the point differential, but just the style of play that, that they had going, I, I wasn't quite sure what it was. Started to figure out, as you, you knew they would uh, in the second quarter, and then the Bulls just stayed strong. And that's the part that I want to talk about, the resilience of the Bulls after that pushback from the Miami Heat. And we're going to do that with our next guest right now, joining us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline. He's the voice right here on 670 to score Chicago Bulls. It is none other than Chuck Swirsky. Chuck, great to talk to you this evening. Gabe, how you doing? Doing great. Friday in Chicago, can't get bad. You know, day after a Bulls win. Uh, but I mentioned the the pushback from Miami in that second quarter. You know, by the time halftime came, you know, me as a fan, I'm watching it saying, man, you know, I really thought the Bulls were going to be able to keep the foot on the uh, on the gas. And then in the second quarter, or excuse me, the second half, you kind of saw this, this resilience that you hadn't quite seen from the Bulls where they were – the, imposing their will and, and, and kind of showing Miami in, in, in real time, like, hey, we're the better team today. Well, there's no doubt about that. And I'll tell you the other thing that impressed, because, I mean, the Bulls had four 20-point scores, and obviously the play of Kobe has been sensational. But you're looking at a ball club, and I'm, I'm looking at the box score from last night, Gabe. They had 32 assists, only five turnovers, 32 to wow. five. Now, the Bulls have done an excellent job all season long in their 26 games uh, valuing possessions and really not throwing the ball around careless turnovers. I mean, they're second in the NBA committing the fewest turnovers in the league, 12 per game. So you look at the ball handling skills now of what's happened side to side. Last night, open shots, three-pointers. And it's a beautiful thing to see because you get everyone involved. And um, I think Miami got a pretty good dose of it last night. How do you think they're going to fare? I, I want to talk more about the game, but I'm just curious what you think, like how this team's going to react, you know, facing Miami again uh, on Saturday. And, yeah, like how do you think they're going to respond after, after beating them and having to come back out and face them again? Well, normally you get two games in three nights, and there's a little bit of an edge for the team that lost I mean, that's only human nature because they want to come back and show everyone that they're not going to get swept in a mini series. 
But in the case of Miami, Gabe, I mean, they're without Adebayo and Hero, and I know the Bulls are without Levine, and Caruso's been listed as questionable. But in the case of Miami, Bam Adebayo really is the heart and soul of this ball club, with all due respect to Jimmy Butler. Um, They need Adebayo because what you saw yesterday was that Vooch was getting a ton of touches, and rightfully so, in the post. And so he was really going after Orlando Robinson. Robinson just simply could not guard him. Robinson's a second-year player, very inexperienced, and Vooch set up on the block with those little baby hooks. Well, then they put Thomas Bryant on the floor, and Thomas Bryant is undersized, couldn't match up with him. So I'm expecting more of Vooch tomorrow, and um, I expect it wouldn't surprise me if the Bulls came out of here with two wins. Yeah, the way Vooch has been playing, Chuck, it's actually been fun to watch and refreshing. It's almost like, you know, he he gets the ball. I love the fact that he's he's willingly letting it go quickly because he's not fearful that it's not going to come back to him again. Correct. He he moves it and understanding, like, there's an offense operating here, and, you know, I I, I might touch this whether it's behind the three-point line, which has been shooting with confidence, too, um, or or at some point. But but also the fact that if he shoots and misses – He's not fearful that he's not going to get the ball back either. It's been great to watch. Well, it's been great to watch, especially what's happening with some of the schemes that the Bulls are running with him now with not only high pick and rolls, but off the ball when they use him as a guy who slips to the rim. And, I mean, Vooch is so polished. Once he catches the ball, his footwork, and, you know, I'm going to have a conversation with him tomorrow about who taught him how to play the game. Because, you know, whether it was someone in Montenegro, whether it was a FIBA coach, whatever the case may be, his footwork is old school, and I love it. I mean, you never see him travel, and when he catches the ball, he knows what pivot foot to use and what shoulder to turn. Fundamentally, he is very, very sound, and I think now what you're seeing is the Vooch of a season ago where he's in a nice groove, He's getting starting to pile up double-doubles. He has five in a row, six of seven. And so I think it bodes well for the Bulls now that he is playing with a ton of confidence because what you mentioned is that he knows that if he gives the rock up and he's free to catch the ball the second time within the 24 clock, that he's going to be able to do something with it. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun to watch. and. You know, when you talk about his footwork, sometimes it really is beautiful. Like what he's doing in the paint when he gets someone on the block. I mean, it really is beautiful. And I, and I was talking to somebody about this uh, earlier today, Chuck, and it was about Pat Will. And we know Pat Will goes out to the West Coast to hang out with DeMar and, you know, work on his mid-range. Like when are we going to send Pat Will across the pond to go work out with Vooch and get some of that footwork that he got going? Well, I mean, they're they're obviously different players and different Uh, schematic um, elements of each other's games. But I would say this. I think we've seen Patrick Williams uh, come through over the last two weeks with a a different vibe. And Gabe, I don't know if you would agree with that or disagree, but I think we're seeing Patrick Williams now play with a lot more confidence. And, And when I say that, I'm just not only talking about from an offensive standpoint and shooting the ball. I'm talking about from a defensive standpoint where he he's always been really good with his base 
and staying in front of the player. But I'm talking about now uh, doing a much better job, crashing the rebounds, getting after 50-50 balls, diving to the floor with a loose ball. And I think it's very contagious. You know, Io Dosumu last night, and I talked to Io about two hours ago. And I said, oh, you know, everyone's making a big deal of, of your 24 points last night. You only missed two shots. He took 12. I said, I'll tell you what defined your game last night. And he goes, what's that? And I said, when you dove on the floor for that loose ball, <laughs> and when that happened, every one of his teammates happened to be on the bench, stood up, and gave him, like, enough of a send-off to say, hey, we appreciate what you just did. Yeah. And so I thought it was fantastic. Hustle is contagious. That we know makes you want makes the guys around you want to play a little bit harder. And whether it is coming from Caruso, from Io, or even Pat Will as of late, you know, you were touching on it a second ago, Chuck. And what what I have liked from Pat and the difference that the one thing that I do see different is is Billy Donovan putting him in a position of dominance where there were, there's been a couple of lineups where he's been running with Dalen Terry and Julian Phillips, and he is the secondary scorer behind Vooch. But, you know, when he's running with a second unit that's dominant, you know, in, 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 let's say earlier in the season where, you know, it's dominated by a DeMar and then it's DeMar and Vooch and he's the third option. He, he never really crept into that secondary option role. So, you know, we, we know Pat Will goes to the rim with authority and he doesn't care who's there. We saw it the other day when he got blocked or yesterday or yesterday when he uh, got blocked coming to the rim. But he's not fearful of it. It doesn't it doesn't it make him shy away from it because he is still 22 and saying like, I can jump over anyone and, and handle that business. But I, I agree with you. I think his energy is different um, and it's not coming in the form of, of points, which most, pe- most people want to look at as the metric to, to, to judge success. But well, you got to watch these games and you got to see how Pat Will is playing because he is making a difference on that team. Well, I think, you know, this is the storyline. You can make a difference without scoring. And I'm talking about playing defense. I'm talking about moving off the ball. I'm talking about setting screens. I'm talking about playing defense. I'm talking about weak side help on defense. All these things, Gabe, come into play. And that's why I'm encouraged by what I've seen out of this ball club. Uh, I mean, they're and, – and don't get me wrong. When I say this, this team is not better without Zach Levine. This team needs Zach. But it's a different style of play. And I think Zach watching this will probably look at this and say, you know what, I'm all in. Because at the end of the day, players want to win. You know, Gabe, they want to win. No one wants to go six to eight games under 500. And then they have to get on a win streak. And then, obviously, they come back down to earth. They lose a couple of ball games. And you have to restart on a win streak. So I think, you know, tomorrow's game is huge. Philadelphia is playing well. They just clobbered Detroit tonight. They're in Charlotte tomorrow. They come home, third game in four nights. And so, you know, the way Embiid is playing, and his numbers are even better than a year ago when he won the MVP, that's going to be a tough game. And then you come back, and you've got the Lakers and the Spurs in a back-to-back, and I'm watching that game right now while listening to you. (laughs) So I'm multitasking there, Gabe. But, um, you know, you've got some games coming up. Cleveland right before Christmas you know, with the news that Darius Garland is out for a month plus. And um, 
Evan Bogley is out for at least a couple of months now with a knee injury. I mean, those are two significant injuries for the Cavaliers. And so the Bulls need to win these games. So that will give them momentum going into the first of the year. We're talking to Chuck Swirsky here on 670 to score Gabe Ramirez on a Friday. Chuck, I'm curious, you know, you, you, you call a lot of basketball, you know, in your career, but I've never asked you, you know, what kind of basketball you like to watch, right? It's a lot of different NBA players, a lot of different people with different skill sets, but I, but I don't know what's something that you prefer. You know, you, you, you might gravitate towards a specific player because he has a, a game style that, that you really appreciate. What is that for you? Wow. You know what, Gabe, I've never been asked that question before. Hmm, let me think about that. I would say this. I love, I love watching players move off the ball, away from the ball. And that's why there were two players in my generation who did that as well as any players I've ever seen. And that was Bill Bradley, who played for the Knicks, and Rip Hamilton, who played briefly mm. for the Bulls, yeah. but you know, really with the Pistons on that NBA championship ball club. When you see players hustle without the ball to get free or to set screens or to do something to make their teams better. That's what I'm all in. Now you get players and I've seen a ton of generational players in this league. And right now we're enjoying LeBron, you know, maybe it's going to be Victor. And it certainly appears that he's going to be uh, really a big time force. No doubt about that. Holmgren could be a big-time force. But I'm talking about LeBron, and before that it was Kobe. And before Kobe, we had you know Shaq. And before that whole era, we had Michael. And then before Michael, we had Larry and um, you know uh, Magic. And so when, when I start talking about the game, I look at generations, and that's why it's really unfair for players, Gabe, to be compared to players of different eras. This era is about the three-point shot and about spacing the floor. When my broadcast partner, Bill Wennington, played, it was about the bigs. It was about Kareem, and it was about Patrick Patrick Ewing, and it was about Shaquille O'Neal. So all these players came from a different style of play, and that's why you have to accept where we are now. And some people like a lot of threes. Some people don't. I kind of live in the moment, and if this is where we're at, (laughs) This is where we're at. Well, I'm sure you can uh, m- marry the two loves and enjoy a guy like Steph Curry moving off the ball oh. to, to shoot a three-pointer. <laughs> you know, here's the great thing about Steph. So I first met him when he was 11 years young. His dad, Dell, played for the Raptors when I called oh, their right. games. And Steph and Seth would come to, at that time, the name of the building was the Air Canada Center in Toronto. And they would come with their dad, Dell before a home game and they moved to Toronto Gabe they didn't they weren't going back and forth with their home base in Carolina they moved to Toronto for Dell's career and um, and so they would come to the arena three three and a half hours before a game and I've told this story before but Steph would come on the floor and he would ask me to raise my two arms up in the air and he would shoot over my extended arms at 11 and 12 years old in 13 that probably were about from 20, 22, 23 feet. And remember, we're talking about a young man here. We're talking about uh, just a kid. 
and his mechanics were off the charts. And so we were mesmerized by both sons. And now you know the rest of the story because he's put himself in a position where people can say he, he's been a top maybe eight to ten player all time in this league. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, Kobe White can keep on his tail with the success that he's had lately. Chuck, I appreciate you hanging out with me tonight. Uh, and I'm glad we got a chance to talk because I always I always like talking Bulls basketball with you. All right, Gabe. Thank you. Of course. Chuck Swirsky, voice of the Chicago Bulls, can be heard tomorrow as the Bulls take on the Miami Heat uh, right here on our station. You can hear Chuck, Bill Wennington, and Alyssa Bergen Mini. All right. I got a couple of minutes on the other side. I'll give you guys some final thoughts. Don't go anywhere. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Gabe Ramirez on 670 The School. Wrapping things up. Right here on 670 The Score, Gabe Ramirez. It's going to be great, man. Um, we had a great show today. This is one, probably one of my favorite shows in terms of, like, technical shows. I was, I was all right. It wasn't like my – I didn't think I did great. But I think in terms of, like, my favorite shows, this is up there. Oh, it's probably like I think you got the callers really feisty top today. Top five show. You you got them riled up. I like that. Yeah, you know, 
the good thing about you know I know people some or not people one person was complaining about me being a former pop radio host but you do take some of that stuff over here you know what I'm saying like I know how to create controversy it's literally what I did for 15 years like find some stupid radio topic and get people to be on either side of the fence right give people two choices is what the number one rule over there that I you know created so like you know if I'm like talking about a relationship and I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. I could make up something in two seconds. It's just like, oh, I saw a guy that was at a bar and, you know, he, he picked up the check for a girl he was talking to and her friend. Picking up her check is okay. Picking up both of them, is that? And then, I th- I, then I'd say the controversial take. And I was like, listen, of course you do it because you're a gentleman and that's what you should do. Why does it matter? And then everybody just calls it like, no. Do that with the Bears. Justin Fields all the time. Justin Fields. Got to get rid of him. <laughs> just go hard in one direction. You got to call her right now, yeah. Exactly. All right. I do got to thank the guests that were on this fantastic show today. Hub Arkish. That was great stuff from Hub. My brother joined us. Oh, my God. I think Cassie, Cassie Carlson was supposed to hang out with us today from Fox 32. Speaking of, Bears Unleashed in about an hour, 10 p.m., Fox 32. Myself, Anthony Heron, Cassie Carlson. Make sure you check us out. Uh, also got to thank Daryl Ryder from 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. Of course, Charlie Weiss, former Notre Dame head coach and all that other good stuff. Can't believe he was on here. And Chuck Swirsky. What a great show today. And who do we get the thanks to? Robbie Triano, producer extraordinaire holding it down today. Remember the name, ladies and gentlemen. You got to get yourself a sounder. I'll get you one. I'll work on that. All right. Uh, BetMGM Tonight is up next. Mi gente. That means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time. B96, Sunday, 12 to 5. <laughs> that was for you. Uh, and then next time you hear me is for a Plumbers 911 football Monday from midnight to 5 a.m. I am Gabe Ramirez. Have a great weekend, guys. 670 to score. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.